Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Daily Mix Show presents the most popular radio game on this side of the speaker. Let's play Beat Mix. Beat Mix. I know Lance from Graham is. Lance, are you there? Lance, are you there? Lance! I'm I'm here. You Woo! got it. All Phew. right. I'm Sarah, your host, and it's time for you to get out of here, Steve. Bye-bye. For those playing at home, Lance has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you will only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Which classic rock album is sometimes said to be the soundtrack to The Wizard of Oz? Dark Side of the Moon. Yes. The tango is an iconic dance from which South American country? Argentina. Yes. The process of a caterpillar transforming into a butterfly is called what? Uh, Metamorphosis. Yes. What is the name of Homer's youngest daughter in The Simpsons? Maggie. Yes. What comedian hosted the most recent Golden Globes? Uh... Joe Coy, is that what Yes. Which hotel chain banned the rock band The Who for life? Um, I don't know, Hilton? No. Um, Holiday Inn. Yes. Traditionally, cannolis are filled with mascarpone or what other type of cheese? Ricotta? Yes. What does the C stand for in the broadcasting company BBC? British Broadcasting Corporation. Yes. Studio 54 is located in what city? New York City. Yes. What car manufacturer makes the Pathfinder? Nissan. Yes. Lance, you get a perfect 10. That was impressive. That was very, very... You only kind of guessed one answer that wasn't right. The rest of them, you got all on the first try. That was... Wow. Lance, you're my new hero. Awesome. Thanks, Sarah. And I, <laughs> and I think you... I think there's a very good chance Lance is going to win. Just wow. saying. All right. Steve, are you ready? Yes! Which classic <laughs> rock album is sometimes said to be a soundtrack to The Wizard of Oz? Oh, I've done that many a times. Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> Pink Floyd. <Yes. boy. laughs> the tango is an iconic dance from which South American country? Hey. 
Spain? No. Argentina. Yes. The process of a caterpillar transforming into a butterfly is called what? Metamorphosis. Yes. Thank what you, is the name books. of Homer's youngest daughter in The Simpsons? Maggie. Yes. What comedian hosted the That's most recent ooh, Golden Globes? Our, our friend Joe Coy. Yes. Which hotel chain banned the rock band The Who for life? The Edgewater? No. <laughs> no, that was Led Zeppelin, I think. Um, Hilton? No. Uh, Holiday Inn? Yes. Traditionally, cannolis are filled with mascarpone and what other type of cheese? Mozzarella? No. Mozzarella? No. Blue Ew. cheese? No, gross. Cream? No. Oh. What does the C stand for in the broadcasting company BBC? Corporation. Yes. Studio 54 is located in what city? Uh, New York. Yes. You get eight correct, which is a good score, but not good enough. Oh. Eight to ten. Yeah. Woohoo! Go, Lance, go! I have a girlfriend from Argentina. Oh. oh. Is she good at the tango? Uh, we're working on it. <laughs> Do you mean working on it because you need to work on it, or does she need work on it? Uh, I need to work on it. Good answer. <laughs> nice. Good answer. Do you guys know that Lance is actually an uncommon name nowadays? But back in the medieval times, people were named Lance a lot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thank you, Lance. Oh. That was for you. That oh. was <laughs> Did that almost Wait. go over your head? It did go over my head. It almost did until he gave the rim Lance shot. Lance loved it. <laughs> I was like, Sorry. dude, what there are you are... smoking? At first I was like, this is the... what a random thing to just throw out there, but that's... There that, are dad jokes, awesome. and then there are mom jokes, guys. I'm in for I'll the mom I'll be here jokes. all night. I don't think I would have got it until he did the but up <laughs> I was just looking at Taryn, and I'm just like, where are we going with this? But you know what? I'm, 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 I'll buckle up. I'm here for the ride. I apologize. Don't. That was, that was, that was horrendous. That was something. Rockaholics, a well-known band, shared how awkward it was when their drummer passed away and other drummers began immediately hitting up the band to play drums with them. You're going to hear all about that after Linkin Park. The Daily Mix Show. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. My name is Taryn Daly. Steve Miggs, if you thought that we might talk about Rushmore, now that I've moved from nights to mornings, you're absolutely right. Oh, do we need to put a quota? <laughs> yeah. I feel like we gotta have a Probably. quota for me with wrestling and maybe a quota with you with uh, with Rush. Yes. So in a recent interview, Getty Lee of Rush said that when the band's drummer Neil Peart passed away, he was surprised at how many drummers immediately reached out about filling that role. Kind of tacky. It's super tacky. Okay, it's extremely tacky. I just wait, just wait for the band to, you know, say that that's even something they'd be interested in. Yeah, I don't think there's like, I don't think it's like first come first serve. Like, I think you can wait for a second. And here's Getty Lee talking about it. Oh yeah, I heard from all kinds. That was a very weird moment. I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah, my little black book got filled up really quickly. <laughs> people you thought were friends. People, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa. That's just so inappropriate right now. <laughs> you know, dude, wait two months. Right. At least two months, uh, if ever. And this past weekend, it was the four-year anniversary of Neil Peart's passing. Wow. And I don't know if you saw what Getty Lee posted on the internet, but he, he had ordered a, um, a glass of, of Neil's favorite bourbon and then put a napkin over it with, with Neil oh, written man. on it. I know. I Literally, I was, I was weeping. Those, yeah, I got like, those, like that goosebump kind oh. of feeling from that. When you ever see like that, when people do that for like friends that maybe have passed away, I've, I've had a few friends that have lost some people like in the military or whatever it may be, and they whenever they go out, they order that extra drink for their buddy who's no longer oh. with them. And I'm just like, man, 
That's that's powerful. Yeah, it's making me like a little shaky even talking about it right now. But he's right. Like at least wait. I don't even know what the proper time would be to hit somebody up, but that just seems like in my head I would be thinking they probably if they're going to do it again, they would know who they want to work with. They're not going to be like, "Man, we weren't going to continue as a band until Chuck, you know, <laughs> from the band Knuckle Draggers decided to hit us up. And he, he he's covering our songs really badly. But, you know, what? we'll give him a chance. Well, and then we didn't even know if, if Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson would get on stage again together. And it was honestly, it was the Taylor Hawkins tribute shows that brought them back to the stage together. And it was magical seeing them play with the likes of Danny Carey. Did you see, and I don't know which came first. I, I would imagine then the Taylor Hawkins thing came first. Did you see the South Park thing? Yes, the 25th anniversary. I don't know if you guys just saw this, but there was a, a live performance of South Park's music. And of course, a, a big part of that is Les Claypool, who's the bassist from Primus. And he was a big part of like writing the theme. And they put together, I think it was at Red Rocks. It was. This incredible performance where they played a, a, a huge chunk of the songs that have been featured on South Park. Oh, yeah. And Matt and Trey, I can't remember which member of the band, but one of them's a massive, massive Rush fan. Mm -hmm. So Getty and Alex came out. Which was a surprise. Yes, to him. Yes. And they performed a Rush song, and the member of South Park, he could play the drums, and he got behind the kit with the drummer of Primus. So that way there was a little less of a... Because yeah. I know I'd be freaking the F. I'm like, I kind of want to jam with you guys, but I don't think I can play these songs. But if I'm playing along with another guy, I could kind of dip out. I could dr drown you out a little bit. Or I could do, like, as he's doing the crazy fills, I could just be doing a doo 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 you know, kind of thing on the drums. But it was incredible, man. I was watching that. I'm like, that... Might be the greatest thing that's ever happened to that member of South Park. Absolutely. I don't think you can achieve anything greater in life right. for him. And what's awesome is that these experiences that Getty and Alex have had together have kind of, you know, had them thinking more about continuing Neil Peart's legacy and playing Rush music together again. And Getty says the calls have resumed. Yeah, it still happens, you know, now uh, that, you know, the clickbait freaks are out there talking about <laughs> and I, getting a new drummer and starting Rush again, you know. Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm here for that. Okay, I was about to say, would you be okay with the band continuing without... Because Neil, I mean, all three are important. And maybe because I'm a drummer, but I feel like Neil was like the heart and soul. And I know he wasn't their original drummer, but once he became their drummer, that's when they kind of went to the stratosphere as far as like, you know, popularity and success. He was also the primary lyricist for the band. So mm. he wrote 90% of that, you know, of Rush's catalog. You know, I have the dumbest reason why I used to despise Neil Peart. <laughs> Because he was way better than you at drums. Well, that's a given. <laughs> but thanks for the dagger. When I was a kid, I was a teen. I subscribed to this magazine called Modern Drummer. I think it's still around. And every month they would send such, such a nerd for drumming. And I would read it from cover to cover. All these articles. Some of these drummers would share, share what their drum setup looks like. I'm like, oh my God, I wish I had those Zildjian cymbals. Like I was just that kind of a kid, you know? And they did an interview with Neil. And he was being interviewed, and, and I don't remember exactly what was said, but they were talking about, like, ear protection. And he's like, yeah, I don't wear earplugs. Like, that takes away from, like, you know, how, how, how I hear the songs. And me being an impressionable teen that just wants to be as good as these drummers, I will never be as good as these drummers, but I was like, well, if Neil Peart thinks I shouldn't be wearing earplugs, I won't wear earplugs. So I stopped wearing earplugs, and... That day, I was supposed to have band practice, and my bandmates bailed, and I was very angry, and I got all emo, so I beat the living crap out of my drums. Not, not like physically, like punched it, but with the <laughs> drums. Like I was bah, bah, playing as hard as I can, and I got the ringing in my ears, Ooh. the tinnitus or tinnitus, whatever it's called. And it's, never, it's, it's definitely not as bad as it was originally, but it's never gone away. Now, 
that's all Neil's fault. That is, he is absolutely 100% responsible for your yeah. hearing issues. So I showed up to his funeral with a, a bag of earplugs and threw it when they oh put him God. underground. No, I didn't. I remember looking back as a kid, and like when I became an adult, I'm like, that was a dumb reason to be mad at a band. I wouldn't even listen to Rush. I was just like, I hate this band. He led me down the wrong. He misguided me. And for all I know, I read the article wrong. I don't even know what, I don't even remember what the article said. That is funny. But it's so stupid. Well, there's a lot of encouragement in the Rush world right now. It sounds like we could see some sort of a reunion. Um, also, Getty gives credit to Dave Grohl and Paul McCartney as far as like two musicians who have lost band members that continued on in some capacity. So someone they can like kind of lean on. Yes. And then after the experience of the Taylor Hawkins tribute shows, I think that Getty and Alex were like, let's do this. And to go back to what you were saying about how like, like, tasteless that is i saw something on facebook and it's but i don't want to like go too into detail but i think he's doing better i saw some of his posts so uh definitely my heart goes out to the dude like but he was talking about he's dealing with some massive health issues and he's been kind of keeping us you know posted on on social media and he put up a post i think a few days ago and it was just like a, a not so vague book post but like i, I kind of crushed me when i read it i was like what's wrong with people he's like hey guys you know, kind of lame that you're sliding into my significant other's DM to be a shoulder to cry on while I'm battling for my life. Ew. Like, that's gross. Yeah. Like, the drummer thing, gross. But that's like, that's on a whole other level of gross. Yeah, trying to slide imagine? into the wife's bed. That's not good. Or that's a significant other. Who, yeah, I was just like, you have to be kidding me that you see something going on with a guy and he's struggling and your first thought is... I should holler at the girl. Oh, my gosh. Who, who are you? We have no faith in humanity. Limited faith. I mean, you should be stripped of all internet. Oh, my gosh. It's like you're a messed up person if you think now is the time for you to flirt with somebody. Ugh. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Well, talking about bands that are continuing on, Foo Fighters. How would you like to win Foo Fighters tickets, Rockaholics? Well, we need to know how good your BS detector is because... You might have a shot at winning tickets to see the Foo Fighters. 206-803-ROCK. Your shot at winning tickets at 717. The Daily Mix Show. Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
Here we gather to answer one of life's biggest questions. Is he trustworthy? Or is he full of shit? Hey, come on! You can trust me. Sure we can. Let's play You're Full of S, Steve. Rockaholics, it is time for You're Full of S, Steve. Emphasis on the S. It is up to you to tell if Steve is full of it or not with the facts that he says. Some of the facts are true. Some of the facts are made up. If you think what Steve says is made up, you shout out your name and say you're full of S, Steve. If you're right, you win Foo Fighters tickets. That easy. What's so hard about this game? But if you're wrong and the fact is true, you are out and we will play on until we have a winner. The last person standing is going to be going to the Foo Fighters. Sounds good. So let's meet our competitors. We have Josh in Tacoma. Josh, what's a fun fact about yourself? Morning. I was a uh, weatherman in the Air Force for eight years. What? Like, is that like on a, like a like an Air Force TV station or something? No, not, not quite that glamorous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We also have Matthew in Linwood. Matthew, what's a fun fact about yourself? Uh, I was once on a reality TV show. Which, Which one? one? <laughs> uh, the Sarah Palin's Alaska. What? Okay, I remember a little bit of that show. Of yeah, they, 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 had, like she had like Moose Burger, and they were hanging out in like the area where she was like running things. So, how were you I, on I, it? I was on the logging episode. I think episode four or five. Crazy. That's amazing. Seven episodes. Did you ever get recognized uh, out and about having been on the show? Negative. <laughs> I'm actually surprised because that was a pretty popular reality my, show for a minute. My mom recognized me. Oh, <laughs> yay, I'm mom. Kinda, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> we also have Mike in Auburn. Good morning, Mike. What's a fact about you? Morning. Uh, I like to, as a hobby, build gaming computers. Oh, Oh, yeah, I have a couple buddies that will do that. They'll spend, like, the entire, like, they spend a lot of money. It's not, it's, that's not a cheap hobby. No, no, it's not. It can get quite expensive. I'm way too lazy. Like, I, if I get a computer, I want it to do everything that I want the computer to do. I don't want to add anything onto it. How, like, what is the time investment to, to build one of these? If you want it done right and done nice, it can take anywhere from five to six hours for just one computer. Wow. What, what's the most you've ever spent building a computer? Probably about two grand. Mm, that's impressive. All right, callers, are you ready to play? You're full of S, Steve. Ready. All right. Yeah, let's do it. First fact. Once a giant clam settles into a place and begins to grow, it stays there for life, which could be 100 years or more. Matt says BS. Matt, you are wrong. That is true. Oh. Farewell, Matt. Clams move. <laughs> I don't know if they move. I, don't just... <laughs> I have no I, idea. I mean, I mean, they can move, but they stay in that area. I guess. I'm just trusting you here, Steve. Hey, I'm just trusting the internet. <laughs> so, Matt, take it up with the internet. Yeah. All right. Next fact. The fast food chain Moe's Southwest Grill only plays music inside their stores by people who are dead. Mike, you're full of it, Steve. Wow. Which one was it that came first? Mike. Mike? Gosh. Mike? That yeah. is true, actually. <laughs> so you are wrong. So we have our winner. We have a last man standing. And it's Josh. <laughs> yes! Josh, you won by doing absolutely nothing. Yes! <laughs> Woo! Congratulations!
You're going to the Foo Fighters. I love it. (laughs) Congratulations to Josh in Tacoma. Man, that was a lot of fun. I have a friend that just started farming oysters. Oh, wow. Oh, is it the same friend that I have that farms oysters? (laughs) I don't know. I didn't know that we both have friends that farm oysters. (laughs) I do have a friend that farms oysters. It's uh, Wrestling fans will know her. She's uh, Aubrey Edwards. She's the referee for for All Elite Wrestling. She's been a friend of mine forever. And uh, I just saw her on her Instagram page. She has like a little like a little island like you know a beachfront thing, and her and her husband they farm oysters now, and she's like chronicling it on Instagram, and I was like, I am oddly fascinated by oh, this. Yeah. It, you get these bags, and you have to flip them every day, and if it gets too hot, they have to cover them to keep the oysters from dying. It's, it's a whole thing. No, she's showing the video of it. I was like, this is insane. This is really cool. And you have to have a certain like tide table in order to to make it work. Where where I live up north. I don't think you can do oysters in the little in the little bay area that I grew up in. But anyway, if you, if you're an oyster person, know that that is my jam. It's really funny because like there's a the West Seattle Farmers Market happens every Sunday and there's a guy that sells oysters and I will go and buy oysters from him and every single time I'm there I chat him up and I'm like I just wish he would invite me to go to his oyster farm so I could just go see what it's like because ever since Man versus Food and I see how they do it I'm like I want to go bogging in an oyster farm. Uh-huh. Bogging. I'll have my friend Aubrey. Maybe she'll take you, help yes. you out. I love it. Well, a member of Metallica is going viral all because of his high school yearbook. What happened? We're going to tell you after. Go figure. Metallica. Yes. The Daily Mix Show. 99.9 KISW. Rockaholics, we appreciate you waking up with The Daily Mix Show. We've learned that Metallica's bassist, Robert Trujillo, is going viral because someone came across his high school yearbook where he essentially predicted his future. I saw the picture of his yearbook photo, and it's pretty awesome to see him. I mean, have you, did you see the picture? He's just so handsome with that feathered hair. He's got the feathered hair. One of the pictures looks like he's got like a. Uh, it looks like the, the the butterfly collar. Oh, he looks like he could be in that '70s show. Yes, one thousand percent. That's like a that's like a glamour shot too. A little head tilt. It's very nice. But basically, a Reddit fan page shared this post that featured the dad's yearbook, this kid's dad's yearbook. And it said, I was today years old when I found out my dad went to high school with Robert Trujillo. And Robert Trujillo said in his yearbook that he wanted to attend MIT, study bass as a studio musician, and become rich and famous like Led Zeppelin. Well, I mean, he, he definitely nailed a few of those. He never went to MIT. No. I, I, I had a look. I was like, I wonder if he did that. And apparently he went to a different music school. Uh, I've never heard of, but it's called Dick Grove School of Music in Los Angeles. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I, know, I, know. I, mean, I don't think I think it's the name after someone, maybe Dick Grove. I don't know. Sorry, we're G R O V E. Is that Grove? Right, yes, Grove. <laughs> Dick Grove School of Music. Very respected. I'm sure it is, actually. Yes. I, mean, I don't know. Yes. But he did say he actually was glad that he went to Dick Groves because he met a lot of different musicians <laughs> and spent time there jamming. And at times they would piss off the teachers because they were supposed to be studying the books and, and they ended up just jamming together. I love that. The quote also said that he played basketball and football when he was a freshman. He was on the JV soccer team. He surfed and participated in the spring musical and stage band. Do you remember the Metallica documentary, Some Kind of Monster? Yes. That I was already a fan of uh, Robert Trio because he was the bassist of Suicidal Tendencies. Mm-hmm. And then I think he was also in Infectious Grooves, which was a really cool kind of funky metal group. And then the, the, the documentary, man, it just makes you root for that guy 
I think for life because it was like he was like living in like a small apartment in California, just a struggling musician, you know, trying to. But obviously a well-respected one. I think he even played with like you know Ozzy and, and things along those lines. But he wasn't a massively wealthy person. And then Metallica's like, "You're our new bassist, and here's a million dollars." And there's that great scene of him jumping up and down on his bed, playing along to Metallica like like he's a, a teenager. It's it was one of the most endearing things. I was like, this guy's a badass, but he also just seems like a solid dude. Did anyone? I mean, aside from you, Steve, did anyone famous go to your high? school anyone famous go to my <laughs> not that i know of i've met some people that have pulled out their yearbooks and they show me pictures of like lane staley and i thought that was the coolest thing oh yeah like to see those kind of things but i don't think we had anybody that was I, someone who wasn't my age but chris mullen he used to be a big basketball player for okay. i think golden state the warriors this is forever ago his brother is my gym teacher no kidding that was kind of cool but Small he also world. he also went to our high school as well and he was like a star basketball player he was like the big claim to fame i don't think anyone else has ever really done much at our school what were your high school claim to fames i was in bands me too dorks but, no dorks. i mean we were rock bands oh cool. rock bands oh, i was sorry. in cool bands i was in dork band i was in marching band sorry yeah, no, no, that dorky crap. <laughs> Sarah got so excited like, oh, my oh my god did you wear the uniform too <laughs> But here's the really cool thing. I was also a cheerleader uh, in my senior year. I, I had to march in my cheer uniform at halftime because I did. I wouldn't have had time to change into the marching band gear, so I marched in my cheer uniform. Oh, that's funny. I did also uh, lacrosse. We started a lacrosse team, and it was straight out of like a bad Disney film. None of us knew how to play lacrosse, and this coach... Like he was an alumni, but he went to like he went to like Syracuse, which was a well respected and you know lacrosse thing. And so he's like, I'm put together a, a lacrosse team for my old high school, and he got so frustrated because oh, no. we sucked. Like Ugh. we were basically the ego boost team for every other team that played. Like I tried to play goalie, and I realized rather quickly how much it hurts to play lacrosse goalie as opposed to hockey. I mean, hockey hurts too, but lacrosse goalie outdoor lacrosse not the box lacrosse like that's indoors where you wear all the protective stuff as a goalie playing outside like field lacrosse you don't have much gear on just like a helmet helmet and not much more than that really gloves and just you have to be good enough to it really it forces you to try and stop that damn ball or get out of the way because that damn ball hurts you gotta stop it with your body i mean you, you should be able to you have that giant lacrosse stick Okay. You know, as opposed to the other players, like your lacrosse net is bigger, mm -hmm. but it, we were awful, oh, awful, fun awful. times. Yeah. I also, I was a swimmer you, for a little bit, a couple of years I did swimming. Um, I also did, uh, uh, I, well, actually one year, I think it was freshman year and these are back in style, by the way, I got voted best butterfly clips. <laughs> Do you guys remember the butterfly clips that girls would wear? <laughs> I Sarah, Sarah I, probably is wearing them now because they're on trend again. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> they're super cute. And yeah, they are back in. It, I mean, the, the 90s came clips? back so hard. And now like the yeah. early 2000s are coming back too. Yeah, yeah, like little little like pastel colored butterfly clips. Oh yeah, Tatum's got some. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like my exactly. four-year-old daughter, oh my which we had God. to put on a Shrek doll yesterday. <laughs> she brought down like a billion clips. She's like, can we put these on? She's obsessed with Shrek. She watched it once now. I mean, now she's watching it a million times. After one watching, she just wants to watch Shrek all the time. I've never seen Shrek. <gasps> really? I'm I'm out on that. I'm not out. Like, I just haven't. I've just never seen Shrek. Same here, Taryn. What? Yeah, yeah. Now you gotta have a Shrek watch party. Yeah, I've seen half of it, and I see Steve every day. But beyond that, it's fine. <laughs> no, that's... Oh, I didn't mean Shrek. I meant the Grinch. Uh <laughs> I'm looking at you guys like, how did you never see? And, and okay, I did see the Grinch. No, I, I, Different green guy. I haven't watched Shrek either. I just look like the guy. <laughs> I'm a pale version of Shrek. That's so funny how my brain thought I said Grinch, but my mouth said Shrek. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. So 
funny enough, my child last night, he's four, asked to watch The Grinch. Yeah. So I put on The Grinch for him last night. Like, like Christmas Which Grinch? is very, the cartoon one. Like the new the, cartoon one, like uh, 2018 or something. Yes. It's actually pretty cute. I, I was about to say, that's going to be my hot take. I feel like I'm going mean, to, I hope I don't really piss off somebody with this take. But, you know, everyone loves the Jim Carrey one, the original 60s. Yep. I think that, like, 2018 one with um, Benedict Cumberbatch as the Grinch mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. It's my favorite one. It's funny you say guys say that because Lily loves that. She likes that one way better. And she watched The Grinch with Jim Carrey first. She loved that one, then saw the new one, and she's like, she won't go back. She's like, no, let's watch the other one, Dad. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, I thought it was really well done. I know like it got, I think it got crapped all over when it first came out. People were like, this is Hawks. Why, why even try and remake it? We got The Grinch with Jim Carrey. And I thought it was a really fun watch. It has a neat uh, soundtrack. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And of course, we're still watching it in two January at my household. Someone texted, Tyron Daly went to my high school. Yeah, go Spartans, baby. Stanford High. <laughs> you want me to do a cheer? No, I'm kidding. I won't. Please don't. We'll do it another day. We'll do no, that a different no, day. Never. Hey, if, if Do it on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> if you're lucky enough to win Foo Fighters tickets coming up next, Rockaholics, I might do a cheer for you. I want to know if you've ever had a ridiculous run-in with the law. For example, on Friday, we had a rockaholic tell us that she got in trouble for public urination, and the other guy was ticketed for talking back to a judge. Call in now for your chance to win tickets. 206-803-ROCK. We will take your calls at 747. The Daily Mix Show. The Daily Mix Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 